The Spiritual Freedom Show with Richard Lawrence, where politics is not the answer, materialism counts for nothing, and spirituality will set you free. I'm Richard Lawrence, and this is an Ethereus podcast. We're also syndicated on these radio networks on the first and third Saturdays of the month. Body, Mind, Spirit Radio, Transformation Talk Radio, WTRM, the Trim Radio Network, and Oneness Talk Radio. And thank you for your comments coming in uh, to our producer, Darren Ball, who'll be joining us later on this new format. Uh, we're hoping it's, and we're finding that it's very user-friendly. Uh, it's, uh, we hope, a sort of a booster, a weekly booster. And this is something that uh, we're going to carry on. And today, we're going to be looking, as we always do, at the nine freedoms as delivered by Mars Sector 6, uh, Lord of Karma, through Dr. George King over 60 years ago, Dr. King being a medium. Uh, and sometimes we also hear the words of Dr. King himself, as we did last week. And today we're looking at the very opening words of the very first of the nine freedoms. And the name of that freedom is bravery. Bearing in mind that these freedoms weren't necessarily given in order of importance. But why is it that Mars Sector 6 pronounced bravery as the first freedom. And in doing so, I would suggest he changed the spiritual priorities of the previous age into what would be required in the coming new age. Uh, yes, bravery was always essential on the spiritual path, but I don't think it was placed as the first freedom uh, or the first stage, as it were, before. But I do repeat, they weren't necessarily given in order of importance. And he st stated that the first freedom will be, not is, by the way, but will be bravery. So that marks a great change. Let's get straight into it and let's listen to these opening words as delivered through Dr. King in a deep somatic trance uh, and the words of Mars Sector 6 speaking through him. This is Mars Sector 6 pronouncing the nine of freedoms. The first of freedom will be a bravery A bravery is essential in all things. A form, a while, a the aspirant allows the a negative accumulation of a fear, a to a discolor, a his outlook, 
he cannot ever truly aspire at all a freedom a freedom from fear can be brought into active manifestation within all men providing they have a knowledge knowledge of the right kind a dispenses a fear whether this fear a manifestation a bee a petty arm a bee a more potent so bravery is essential in all things in other words you won't get anywhere without it you won't get any type of freedom and especially spiritual freedom and mars sector 6 there is talking about fear in a very different way he talks about the negative accumulation of fear as though it's some kind of energy which is piling up and then discolors his outlook in other words the thought patterns uh, come later and you know what it's like you can tell one thing to one person and they see it in one way and you can say the same thing to another person they see it in a much more positive way and so if you have someone who has an, a negative accumulation of fear and they are given certain facts those that energy will discolor discolor their outlook on those same facts and later he talks about fear manifestation and that again is a suggestion of some kind of force or energy which we can and this is the good news completely dispense with and why do we want to do that because it's a negative force it's more than a thought or even a series of thoughts it's an energy and a lower one and it discolors as i say our outlook a person who is preying on this fear energy will see things through the eyes of fear the discoloring eyes of fear it may not seem to be fear it might seem to be a morbid pessimism or a tendency towards expecting the worst or imagining bad things are go going to happen when there's no particular reason for them to happen and it can apply to everything from the petty to the more potent as mars sector 6 but what and this is the key thing can we do about it now in the first freedom we're given several keys to overcoming fear and they start right here in this opening extract in these opening words with one of those keys and this is the key i want to focus on in this podcast and this show because as the extract makes clear it's one that can be applied to small things in life and to big ones and strange enough the answer to big problems can be easier to see sometimes than the answer to small ones easier to see but not necessarily easier to do because of the emotions attached to these problems at the root of which you invariably find fear it might be given another name 
Uh, it might be called, in the old days, it was called sometimes a complex. It could be called a phobia. Uh, there are all kinds of ways of looking at it, but somewhere in there, you'll find fear contaminating an outlook. Let me give you a really basic and pretty unimportant example, which I think illustrates it. I don't know whether you play golf or not, but whether you do or not, I think you'll understand this. You're on the fairway. Ahead of you is a putting green. You want to get to it in one shot. It's a beautiful fairway with no obstacles between you and the green, and all you need is to do an accurate shot of the right length. Now, here's another scenario. You're on the fairway with exactly the same distance between you and the green as the previous example, but and it requires the same shot, the same accuracy. There is no difference at all. But in the second case, you've got water between you. You've got a river perhaps crossing the fairway. You've got sand pits. It doesn't feel the same because of your, and this is, I, I'm sorry, I have to apologize. It's a very petty example. It doesn't even really matter. But your little tiny fears of what could happen affect the shot, whereas actually they shouldn't. It's only a game of golf, but you take my point. Now, apply that to something that really matters, and you can see what I mean. What is the key? Knowledge. This can bring freedom from fear, and it can be applied to every situation. In the game of golf, it would have been knowing how to play that shot. That would be enough. But in important things, knowledge can transmute both the thought and the energy. So let's see what right knowledge is that can dispense with fear. The most obvious example to me is karma. Let's add to that life after death. If you had a real knowledge of those two things alone, I think many fears would be immediately transmuted. And you can see it if you've been unfortunate enough to go to one recently at a funeral. They are mourning their loss of a loved one. And that's perfectly understandable. We've all done it. But sometimes with those who don't believe in life after death, with those who don't understand karma, it all seems futile. It all seems pointless. Uh, they're also a kind of a fear creeping in, um, and, the, and, and it seems unfair as well to some people because they don't understand that right knowledge which, and if you add in reincarnation, all the better, would transmute a lot of the fears which are discoloring the outlook of their mourning, they're already mourning, and then these things are thrown in. Uh, that's an example of it where the right knowledge so would would solve that. So. Today, on this show, we're recommending to you karma, reincarnation, the truth about life after death. That's some examples of right knowledge. You can find out about it from the Ethereum Society. I would say that. I'm the secretary in Europe. But you can find out it from other sources too. I recommend the society. There are other sources. And then you'll find, if you do, that you have much less tendency to be fearful about a whole variety of matters which arise in your life. Welcome to the show, our producer, Darren Ball. Thanks so much, Richard. I think it's a great point about how this, uh, this knowledge of life after death can, can really change the way that we live. And I think that's the, that's the takeaway that you've given us. So thanks very much. Um, and thanks to everybody for tuning into the show. We're on a mission here to help you discover the wisdom of the nine freedoms so that you can apply it in your quest to change the world and open the door of enlightenment. The Nine Freedoms is a series of profound spiritual teachings given by an advanced extraterrestrial intelligence known as Mars Sector 6. And do find out more about the Nine Freedoms at ethereus.org. That's A-E-T-H-E-R-I-U-S.org. 
Um, now, if you haven't written to the show before, do drop us a line at spiritualfreedom at richardlawrence.co.uk. I do really appreciate hearing from all of you, and I know Richard does too. Um, and we have one question here, Richard, about extraterrestrial life. So this person says, hello, and thank you for all that you do. On my journey this lifetime, I've gained a lot of wisdom from other religions that I've studied, and I'm grateful for that. Yet as of now, I have an unexplained restlessness inside myself that needs to know more about life. Is there really life on other planets? And I think this is the next part we could concentrate on here, Richard. If so, are they here among us? Actually, you've, this is a great question. It's a vast question. You'll get all the answers from the Ethereum Society. It's briefly, yes. Uh, sometimes they are among us. They are governed by karma. Uh, and they give great wisdom. And one example is the wisdom we're talking about on this show, the nine freedoms. So please do come along to ethereus.org and you'll find full answers to that question that you've asked. But you also raise a very interesting thing because this last year, actually, they revealed the fact, the American government revealed the fact, and some other governments too, that UFOs are real, that they really exist. They finally admitted it. But that has been discolored with fear. It's an example of what we're talking about today. Yeah. And it gets mixed up with people talking about, oh, dear, are they out to conquer us? Are they out? If they had the right knowledge on this subject, their whole approach would be free of fear. They'd just have a, an open-minded investigation without all the politics and the defense and the armaments uh, because, of course, they're friendly and, of course, they're wise and, of course, they're more advanced than we are. If they weren't, we'd be in grave difficulties a long time. In fact, it all would have been over a long time ago. So it's not logical, but it is a fear which is undermining their correct perception of the very question you asked about. So you've given us a fantastic example, I think, there, Darren, for this show. Yeah, I think in the cold light of logic, when you look at the truth about UFOs and spiritual aliens, extraterrestrial life, <laughs> it's um, it's amazing that that we could really ever come to the conclusion that they are that they are out to get us. I mean, there's I think there's evidence upon evidence that you can find on the Theory Society website and in the teachings that show us um, how much they really are here to help us um, with a tremendous compassion that we can you know, really barely fathom, I think. Yeah, and that would be another example of right knowledge uh, and very, very important knowledge, especially in these days and especially in the new age. So thanks so much for listening. Do bear in mind, you can also find on ethereus.org or your podcast app, some of the one-hour shows we were doing in 2021 every twice a month, but now we're on a weekly 15-minute uh, program, and it's so far so good, I think, from what we hear. I just end, as we always end, with that wonderful aphorism from the Nine Freedoms, service is the jewel in the rock of attainment. 